Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Persons. It is Sunday, July 21st, 2013, and you're now listening to Playtime with Sandra Radio. I'm your hostess, Sandra London of livinggrind.com, broadcasting to you live from the sunny beaches of Southern California. Please check out this next song, and I'll be right back with you, and thanks for tuning in, uh, and apologies for the earlier um, short broadcast. <laughs> Here you are. Here's Blood by Assimilation. Deep inside you, in your mind's eye, lies a memory of how we used to be. Haunting photos that possess you, can't discard them, they arrest you. It's the blood. 
And we're back. <laughs> You're listening to Playtime with Sandra Radio, and I'm your hostess, Sandra London. The two songs you just heard were um, Blood by Assimilation and Black Metal Rose by Fierce Creatures. Yes. Okay, um, a couple uh, cute things that I wanted to share. Um, I think about one or two weeks ago, I was online looking at, like, like silly, weird, or random like laws that are like in the United States that are actually still on the books. Um, so I'm gonna go ahead and read them. Um, these are more silly than like profane, for the most part. <laughs> for the most part. But yeah, um, yeah. One was <laughs> for California. Uh, zoot suits are still prohibited, and a zoot suit is a men's suit with high-waisted, wide-legged, tight-cuffed pegged trousers, and a long coat with wide lapels and wide padded shoulders. I don't know, for those of you who have tuned in to a great deal of my shows, you may remember when I had the interview with um, Stephen G. Barr, a social media and marketing guru, um, who was talking about zoot suits and all these kinds of things um, in our interview. It actually ended up being a two-parter, and the second part was a series of questions uh, trivia questions that he had to answer um, with, like, uh, multiple choice. So for those of you that wish to tune in, um, feel free to look that up on uh, the radio show website, which can be reached by Blog Talk Radio and the show Playtime with Sandra, and you'll see um, where that all came about. It was a fun, fun time. All right, so that's California. So for Texas, let's see, there's a couple that I wrote down for those that were kind of funny. One is that a recently passed anti-crime law requires criminals to give their victims 24 hours' notice, either orally or in writing, and to explain the nature of the crime to be committed. (laughs) The second one was, any person who sits on a sidewalk may be fined up to $500, and that's in Galveston. And then, uh, let's see, three, it is illegal to drive within an arm's length of alcohol, including alcohol in someone else's bloodstream, and that's in Lubbock County. Um, Number four, it is illegal for both sexes to flirt or respond to flirtation using the eyes and or hands in San Antonio. Number five, uh, the entire Encyclopedia Britannica is banned in Texas because it contains a formula for making beer at home. (laughs) Yeah. And then let's see, just a few more. There's, okay, Utah. Uh, Utah is a felony to persistently tread on the cracks between paving stones on the sidewalk of a state highway. And then uh, Illinois, oh, these are funny. Two for Illinois. So, Jess, if you're tuning in out there, you let me know if you've ever heard of these. <laughs> one was you may be arrested for vagrancy if you do not have at least one dollar bill on your person. And number two, the English language is not to be spoken. <laughs> Random, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but um, I think um, one that would probably take the cake um, that I won't repeat, like what it is in its entirety. Feel free to look it up, but it's on the books in California. Um, uh, was People versus Hall? <laughs> it's messed up, you know. I'm not even gonna say it. I'm gonna talk about it. It's ugh, Anyways, yeah, I will give you a song. Um, or, well, and or some erotica, and then I'll be right back with you. Um, I have a couple different things I can read uh, this evening. Um, one is an article that I wrote about uh, my trip to Prague two years ago. 
Um, one is an op-ed that I wrote oh, last week, and the other is a, a short erotic poem. Um, uh, that will be your bedtime story for this evening. But yeah, in the meanwhile, please check out this next song. Play hmm, Black and Yellow. And please feel free to call in um, uh, throughout the broadcast. We've got 45 more minutes. 858-815-2333. Once again, 
that was uh, Vordan Carmier with the song A Four Faces, and just before that you heard Black and Yellow by Wiz Khalifa. Alrighty, um, I'll go ahead and start with uh, the Prague article. So tune in, gather round, la la la. <laughs> okay, hold on two seconds. And I published that on my website, tolivinggrindinla.com, also accessible by it livinggrind.com, um, and it was published on Saturday, September 24th, 2011, and it's called London Does Prague 2.0, A Whirlwind of Whimsy, and I started out with the quote, hope is not the conviction that something will turn out well, but the certainty that something makes sense regardless of how it turns out, and that was a quote by Vaclav Havel. Warning, this trip report tells no tales of museum visits, galleries, cemeteries, astronomical clocks, or your garden variety travel stories. Not this time, no. I'll sort of let you know why next time. It's just, uh, you know, what happens to a strange girl in a strange land when she's let loose from her playpen with little to no sleep. Sunday, September 18th, 2011. Air Canada, LAX to Calgary. Moseyed my way into the Air Canada VIP lounge, feeling quite weary because I refused to sleep the evening before my flight. I did not dare to rely on my own internal clock, nor a man-made one, to ensure that I would wake up on time, or even know where the heck I was if I did. I just knew I'd never forgive myself if I committed a fail before even arriving at airport number one. Bitch happens. Okay, promise. This will get better. Promise. But I'll sort of briefly summarize the disastrous encounter with WestJet Deschick at Calgary Airport. Deschick simply and rudely said she didn't feel like going the extra steps or like just doing her job to supply the proper security pass so that I could resolve my lack of sleep issue. Apparently, I'm enemy number one for aspiring to relax in an airline lounge I had already had membership to because... I don't know, that might make too much sense. I mean, come on, there are only, oh, seven hours between flights. Totally worth sitting gateside for, right? Mm-hmm, right. <laughs> I don't know, maybe someone should feel like withholding her next check. Just saying. Sorry, but hell has no fury like an Aries scorned. So wait, I hereby repeal my apology. Nah. Meanwhile, in a somewhat unrelated narrative, I mused aloud about the possibility of an Air Canada strike I happened to catch wind of when I was looking through my flight miles account and saw the warning headline in bold red print. Resigned myself to attempts to distract myself within the lovely land of Wi-Fi. Skyped and typed and surely received a gaggle of funny looks from fellow traveling bystanders. Had been in such a foul mood for way too long that morning. In order to truly let go, I had nothing to lose by engineering a spontaneously random seven-hour comedy hour. <laughs> Thank you to my web buds who could sense my discomfort, want of bed rest, and help me zone the heck out. By the time those seven hours passed, I did nearly miss my flight. Seriously, those ABCD terminals in Calgary are cruel friggin' arseholes. <laughs> Attention, my fellow Rolling Stones. Gate A25 is not in the A terminal at all, really. It's in B, and yet it's still marked A. 
And, yeah, there's more fun, via a not-so-obvious-at-all maze of truncated walk space. Yep, see for yourself. Finally flying friendly. Calgary, Canada to London, England. Peaceful flight with perfectly pleasant flight attendants. A welcome respite from my seven hours of boarding gate board games. Plenty of legroom, plenty of sleep, and for the small amount of time where I was not in dreamland, I amused myself with pages and pages of my favorite quotations I have permanently etched in Word docs. Oh, and the food was yet another delightful surprise. I've hardly ever finished every little morsel of an in-flight meal on an airplane. Ever. This still tickles me to no end. Monday, September 19th, 2011. Trapped in transit. Surprise, surprise, my U.S. visa debit card was cart non grata in the U.K. for an inconveniently long span of time, pretty much from the moment I got through customs onwards. I was unable to withdraw any funds for several ungoshly hours. Like, my funds, not credit. <laughs> Tragic. Indefinitely, or so it seemed. Used airport, internet, and 30 to 50 minute prepaid time slots to try and contact anyone on earth who can offer advice or words of wisdom. Didn't happen. Couldn't even identify a coherent bankrupt who could formulate an intelligible narrative to explain to me why I was seeing an otherwise healthy bank balance account on the screen right before me, which merely functioned for an unsettling amount of time, solely as a random series of digits. Why I was still left holding an otherwise useless pocketbook, the world may never know. <laughs> Just a meaningless plastic chew toy that called itself a platinum credit-backed bank account to add insult to injury. Well, the debit card finally unblocked itself by some sheer mental willpower, or maybe it was my irritable brand of venom, and corrected itself in just enough time for me to catch, oh, the third possible flight to Prague since I'd landed. Oh, yes, my dears. It only took about, let's say, four to five hours from when I landed. But, hey, four-ish hours of psychic tomfoolery does sound better than seven, right? Apparently, you know, even though I had notified the bank of my upcoming travels with plenty of lead time beforehand of the trip route, the flight dates, and exactly when, where, how come, they still decided it would somehow be cool to be all, and eh, let's go ahead and put the smash down, just like that. <laughs> sure, it's funny now. Zoom through new line of airport screening with nary a sneer to jump on that flight to Prague as quickly as my legs could carry me. Fell asleep in one big heap. Had a hard time staying awake, pretty much from that point onwards. Elite Hotel, the pre-math. My classic boutique hotel choice, located in Old Town Prague at Ostrovny 32, Prague 1, was a short walking distance to most of the major points of interest in the city. Upon my 9 p.m.-ish arrival, I was walked for the evening to Grand Majestic Plaza, Elite's sister hotel, as they were overbooked by the time I had landed. Never-ending slumber. Slept like no other from 3 a.m. until 4.30 p.m., with only a small interruption at around 11 or noon to grumble. I'd like late checkout. Thank you very much. <laughs> the Grand Majestic absolutely rocked my socks off. They were, in fact... A most excellent alternative to Elite. Their salmon filet was like a gift from the moon goddess. I was secretly hoping the Grand would just kind of forget about my original booking and let me linger the whole rest of the week. 
Unfortunately, they were booked from then on, or so they said. I can definitely see why. Tuesday, September 20th, 2011. Elite Hotel check-in. Revisited. 76 uniquely decorated rooms, original antique furniture, spa, mini bar, courtyard with date bar, cocktail bar with jazz, and Latin music underground. Yeah, I was so there and all over it. Happy dance. I'm a Thai food. Ordered room service, Thai food din din post-haste, which was really, really good. And the Thai food reference is an inside joke um, in regards to Master W's assertion via live chat that I am not a hurricane, but perhaps some other form of natural disaster. My reply was, I'm a Thai food, and my week wrung out to dry retort offered valiantly, showing that things were so off, at least initially, that I couldn't help but to look at it as a comedy of errors. And when I said Thai food, you know, like typhoon or whatever, get it? (laughs) That's how my mind works. You feel me? Please. (laughs) Onbar. Opening night reception for the summit was held at Onbar in Prague's 2nd District. With laptop in tow, oh, how convenient. (laughs) I chatted up a few website developers and content buyers and exchanged emails and Skype IDs. Trapped in transit, part due. Taxi completely stalled out on the way back to the hotel from the reception. Driver put the car in reverse, or maybe neutral, on an incline, like three separate times. Driver attempted to restart the car, yes, three times, before finally being able to get it up successfully. Wednesday, September 21st, 2011. Talk soup. Discovered by chance that one of the reception guys at Hotel Elite was Algerian and spoke fluent French. Yay! Had a good chat with him en français before making headway at Hotel Taha. Attended the first full day of seminars at the European Summit. Complimentary Wi-Fi ran consistently throughout the hotel grounds. There were multitudes of people sitting, chatting, and converging in the trade show area, out on the back patio and in the banquet rooms, club rooms, and presidential suites. Attended a seminar hosted by Cash Dorado in the presidential suite and had a nice one-on-one conversation with one of their female representatives about affiliate stuff and web track traffic generation. Took a few pictures outside on the balcony of the stunningly posh suite, which boasts a stellar panoramic view of the cityscape. Sleepy time and il dolce sogna. Decided to give the Italian restaurant just across the street from Elite a try, as I'd read good things about it on a few hotel and travel review sites. Those reviewers were spot on. Good grub indeed equals steak and caprese salad. Slept from 6 p.m. till 4.30 a.m., then awakened with an insatiable urge for more nourishment. Went on a late-night food hunt and bought a packaged gyro sandwich, a tasty popsicle, and a bottle of orangina. Couldn't resist adding two cute lighters onto the tab, which were designed with the most adorable little animal critters you could ever see on fire. Wait, what? Just check in, see if you're still following along. Fell deeply, madly in love at the first sighting of La Dame herself, Miss Hello Kitty, batting her eyelashes at me from the mobile phone store. Okay, maybe it was just the glare from the streetlights, but still. I knew then that it was only a matter of time. Thursday, September 22nd, 2011. 
otherverse.net and www.com or effing with fingers or effing with mice and men. <laughs> I revisited the presidential suite to see a presentation on the virtual world web and exciting developments and massively multi-user online reality technology. I must say, this is a first for me. So trippy what is available out here in inner space these days. The Otherverse does indeed take virtual reality to a whole nother level. Virtual empires never seemed nearly as interesting to me until I watched this presentation. My seminar, 5 o'clock to 5.50 p.m. Banquet rooms A and B were nearly filled to capacity for my seminar. The banquet halls weren't like football stadium coliseum size or anything, but still, OMG, my heart was all a flutter in a very good way. Some of the topics covered included webcamming, amateurs, pro-am popularity, solo branding, real-time connectivity, consistency, track record, familiarity, why and how mainstream social networks are useful, even for adult content and promotion, indirectly, of course, the lore and the lure of the tease, buffers, candid media, Oh, and I must give a shout-out to the two representatives who attended my seminar from iHookup.com, which is which is a Canadian-based adult dating site. Go and have a look-see, pretty please. Working it. Made cool connections with companies like Rivcams.com, <clears throat> Yes We Cam, Sofort.com, and an Australian-based LGBT adult conglomerate, GunsBlazing.com party of seven plus one had dinner with the gang at ultra marin <laughs> my meal steak with prawns and pilsner beer hot peppers dot cz modern u.s style cabaret strip club and wenceslas uh, square <laughs> with champagne rooms two girl shows and lap dancing available I humbly requested the whole group come with to see the real deal that I had only peeked at on YouTube the evening before my flight, for research purposes only. <laughs> Was treated to a hot blonde brunette duo and lesbian show. Bought a sexy tea from their gift shop. I'll take pics in it soon, promise. Friday, September 23rd, 2011. Sitting on easy seats. Found an easy jet flight from Prague to London with a 21 hours 55 departure for slightly less than my initial flight heading to Prague via British Airways. Made sure to make a beeline for the mobile phone store a few hours before going to the airport. I didn't forget. I made sure to get my super cutie limited edition Hello Kitty Samsung. Rocking the boat. All that talk and hullabaloo on the news as of late regarding imminent space poo droppings must have really gotten to me. I jumped more than once on the stationary boat bar I visited on an impromptu walking tour near Charles River during my last few hours in Central Europe. The boat would make the most gosh-awful noise when it rammed against the dock when other nautical rides would zoom past it. Oh, yeah, and I tried, nearly in vain, to capture the soul of the cutest little Scottish terrier on board said transport. When I put my cam on my lap and looked away, he'd pose all picture perfect. Yet as soon as I'd focus and position my kitty cam, he'd go suddenly shy and turn away. Joined in on socially awkward titanic jokes about sinking or falling through the floorboards of this aquatic apparatus, which had surely seen better days. 
and then screeched wildly as I stumbled on the same loosey-goose piece of floorboard that had just been pointed out a few minutes before as I descended the stairs to the cabin of the boat. Apparently, karma is the West Jet Jet desk chick, (laughs) or maybe just loose, warm, wet flaps of wood. You be the judge. I say it's a toss-up. Easy Jet and the Crystal Lounge. Served KTLA, CNN, and swaddled with Tweeties from the comfort of a plush sofa chair and the Crystal Lounge at Ruzine Airport in Prague. Made rather feeble attempts to try and stay awake. Flight was delayed by about 30 to 40 minutes. Read the Adult Webmaster Professionals magazine from my Summit goodie bag while in flight. Worked on editing and prettifying my saved erotica and Word docs when electronics could safely be used, and really, really wished I could even dream of sleep. And then, UK Customs. Coming soon, Sandra does the the kingdom. Stay tuned, my darling virtuosos. Tessine, which means nice to meet you in Czech. Sandra London. P.S. Don't let the lack of real touristing during my short stint fool you. I'm already planning a return visit. I forgot to do something. PPS, war trip pictures coming soon. The end. Yes. So that was a compilation of my uh, travel journal diary thing um, for my trip to Prague, which was one of my favorite cities of all time to visit. Um, So I hope you enjoyed that um, uh, retelling for you. And I will be right back with you in just a moment. But in the meanwhile, please enjoy this next song called Blue by Mika's Meet 66 North.
Sandra Radio. This is Sandra London speaking. Who's calling? This is Sammy. This is Sammy. Sammy! Hey! Oh. oh my goodness. How are you? I'm doing quite well. How are you? Again. Doing well, thank you. <laughs> so how how um how is your site going? How is just staying and the whole shebang bang? It it's uh well the current app is okay. Okay. Yes. But hopefully within the next couple of weeks we should have an app in the iTunes uh app store. App store. A new updated version, completely revamped. New design, uh, new ways to find people, uh, have conversations, and actually speak to people using audio, video, text, and uh, pictures. Oh my goodness! Wow. Okay. Well, please, please allow yourself to reintroduce yourself <laughs> to anyone tuning in right now. Um, uh, yes. Well, this Sammy, is, my name is Sammy, are, and I work for. Cloud Talk, and Cloud Talk, we create an app called Just Saying. Mm-hmm. And with Just Saying, you're able to post to Facebook and Twitter using audio, as yeah. well as video, text, and photos. You yeah. can use three okay. out of the four medias. Not all at the same time, though. At the same time. Oh, at the same. Okay. All right. Well, I had I actually have a question about that. Um. Okay, as far as with Twitter for the Just Saying app, is it is it um, something that each time you must mindfully and, and you know um, meaningfully do so, or if it's plugged in, is it always ready to go, kind of thing? Like, do you want oh, to send a message? Oh, it's always ready to go, just like it. Yeah, just like um, for instance, if um, you're using uh, TweetDeck or or Twitter for uh, for the iPad or the iPhone. Uh, right now, we're working on just the iOS devices, and then after once yeah. it's done and we're out there, then we'll uh, turn and uh, start working on the Android version. Currently, we do have an app in the store right now. It's um, It works, but uh, we have had some issues with the APIs for Twitter. So right now, the APIs for Twitter aren't working, but the ones for Facebook are just fine. Hi. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, yeah so see, we've decided to mildly... kind of hold off on yeah, no, okay. I I I love it. Like I my only concern would be since you're like, oh, it's mm-hmm. instantly ready to go. Like what if you're like someone like me who's like constantly online and like you know, often on things like Twitter or something, so if you're like, Oh, I wanna save this and have it be available to be heard but then what if you forget? <laughs> like does it automatically turn off at a certain point? Do you have to actually go click in that app while you're in Twitter? To activate it, you know what I mean, so that you're not just constantly like, you know, oh, I'm hungry, oh, I'm gonna go to the restroom or something like that, because you just forget that you still were, you know, just beforehand sending a message you wanted to be heard, kind of thing. You know what I mean? Well, think of it as a tool. Uh, it's a tool to use alongside the Twitter. We're we're um, we're mostly working with Twitter to uh, um, optimize it as much as possible for Twitter. Facebook is great. Unfortunately, Facebook is a closed system. Um, Twitter is an open system where everybody can hear you around the world, which is that's what we want. Uh, right. When you use it, once you log in, 
the app will always be active. So it's just a matter of um, if you want to go back to using it, just click on the app and it will pop up with your latest uh, and your um, your feeds, for, so to speak. You click on the post button, that uh, shoots up uh, another screen that allows you to add audio, add a little bit of text as a title, for instance, uh, and say what you have to say if you're going to record, uh, say, a new band, for instance. Um, yeah. Take a picture of the new band. You can add a little bit of text, say the band's name, a little audio as far as what they're playing, and then a photo of the band. And you can shoot that right. off to all your Twitter followers, which would be kind of cool. Or even instead of a photo, you can do a uh, – it's either a photo or a video, either one. So okay. we've made it really easy. we made it uh, simple compared to what it is right now. Uh, we have a lot of opportunities for people to discover other people with hot topics, with um, latest Hi. notifications, alerts. I like that. Both, that sounds really good. What we're also including in Just Saying is a, a private inbox. So, But only people okay. that are following you or that you're, uh-huh. uh, that you're following can, you know, just like Twitter. Right now, uh, right. say you and I are following each other on Twitter, we can send each other private messages. If uh, I'm not following you, then you will not be able to send me a private message. Got it. Okay, and as far as the audio, like how much time is allotted for that? And do you have different levels of like, okay, if you want this package, then you can make up to a minute long, but the standard is like 10 seconds or like what's the what are the parameters for like how long an audio message can be? Right now, we uh, and currently we have up to six minutes of audio that you can po- that you can post using the app. Um, if oh, you wow. want to, if you want to use our website, by the way, you can use the app or you can use our website to do the same thing. So you can continue the conversation without even using the app. You don't need a computer per se. Um, right. I mean, excuse me. You don't need a you need a, a phone per se to use our our uh, services. Um, it's a okay. free service, of course, um, but. As far as audio, instead of uh, six minutes right now, we're going to go out with one minute to start out with with this new version just because we want to kind of test the waters out a little bit with a new version, make sure that it's working properly, and then we may introduce the data. How about the data people that have been with it for a while? Do we get to keep the six minutes, pretty please? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm I'm like, wow. Well, I know, and I have a lot of people on just saying right now that will use the entire six minutes. They'll use ten minutes, uh, especially musicians. We have a number of musicians that are going to be on the app. Um, yeah. A lot of celebrities that we've been, I've been, uh, uh, you know, I've approached, and they've been approaching us. We're going back and forth, and we're kind of hold off, holding them off until we get the app uh, uh, up and ready, and so for them to use as well. Because, well, I just think um, it right, would be like really said, cool, like super useful for like breaking news and like media updates and things like that. That where right. you're like, you know, where you need to like relay to other media outlets quickly or something that's going on, and you don't have time to like sit there and type it in or like email something, whatever. So where you could just sort of like for the all the media crew, I want you all to be able to relay this information, like you know, even for like important things like earthquakes or like what have you like well think of it this way also i mean in in, in politically if uh a you know sound sound bites from 
different politicians or, say, court cases for that matter would be kind of cool just to hear whether somebody's upset or somebody, you know, it's a, it's uh, it's basically the the voice that can be heard around the world. Um, uh-huh. you know, that would uh, uh, can you imagine if the people on say flight was a uh, 744 from Asia Pacific? Uh, if somebody had used no, I can't thing. imagine. I don't want to imagine. No. <laughs> No. <laughs> but, 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 the, but that's the same, by the same token, you can imagine that everything, everything was okay, people survived, and yes, they yes, can I, actually... Yes, yes, I do see what... I know, I see what you mean, definitely. I just, it's a two-edged yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to imagine that, because I'm like, dude, I'm ever showing how there's a chick who's still alive on the ground, but she got run over, like, okay, yeah, if only she could have been able to say it. Like, that's just gross, I can't think about that. Like, <laughs> That, that, yeah, that was very, very like, unfortunate. Being like, don't run accident. me over, please, don't. I'm right here. Hey, everybody, tweet it. Like, what the heck? <laughs> well, you know, it, it, um, <laughs> it's one of those things where, hey, I'm. If there's an earthquake, for instance, and somebody can, uh, they can tweet out um, a message saying I'm under the rubble. But at the same time, uh, if they had that opportunity <laughs> to say something. They can say, I'm I'm here, I'm in the southwest corner of the building, you know, this is where you'll be able to find me. I'm wedged in between, you know, this and this. So people actually can can listen to the person, know that they're alive and, and uh I think uh, you're gonna have to, to have like a strong privacy policy and all kind of agreements with all that. <laughs> we do have a but privacy, I do. privacy policy. <laughs> but I do understand it's 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 utility and purpose, yeah. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Case, it, 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 it's going to be interesting. We're, like I said, we're going to go out with one minute to begin with. Uh, video, you'll have the option to record up to 15 seconds of video, or actually 15 to 30 seconds. Should, uh, well, of video. I guess maybe there should probably be like this is just a thought, so feel free to disregard it. It's only a thought, but like some sort of um, special default thing that's like automatically activated in it for like no this is truly an emergency thing I'm talking about like because for instance if you have different like creative people or media people or whatever and like you know they're just doing like a screenplay reading or something that could sound as real authentic and frightening as or interesting or salacious or what have you as the real thing or you know, or something that is real is not related in a what would be seen as a convincing matter because they're numb or shocked. You know what I mean? So like something of like, no, I mean for this to be taken literally, literally, this is an emergency type of thing. That was just my and, and well, again, thought. you know, this is right. what I think that's a great uh, great way to um, let's talk about this is is. You know, things are going to happen one way or another, whether you're on Twitter or not, whether you're using text, uh, video, yeah, I mean, it or can happen. audio. Yeah. It Granted, yeah, it can, it uh, can happen with anything. It's just, you know, being in L.A. and seeing, like, how there is, I don't know if it's quite died down 100%, but there are quite a few, like, uh, what is it called, swatters who would like, oh, my God, there's an emergency at, like, so-and-so famous person's house or whatever, you know, like, in order to sort of um, – um, limits that sort of happenstance of like, no, this is for real, for serious. These things uh-huh. right here, like, pick it, whatever. But like, I think we have we have to understand is that the people that will hear this are the ones that are going are the followers. So, for instance, I have maybe 300 followers right now. Um, mm-hmm. If I tweet out something uh, with audio, 
only the people that are following me are going to hear it now, depending on whether people are, will retweet it. That's a different issue. You know? Well, but, yeah. Well, and it also depends on how well you know each and every three hundred persons <laughs> of like what they might take literally, or what they might take is for what it is meant to be. Yeah, it's Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift decides to use it, and she's got twelve million followers, and she'll tweet out something. Um, you know, I'm here at Kmart or here at Walmart. How many people are uh, going to be rushing to Walmart? <laughs> well, can, I, I mean, you, you can imagine some of that. Yeah, and I understand that. I but think then, that would be. You know, I think that would be worse. Not too much of something like what you have. Not at all. But something more like a like a poor square, where if they say I'm at Walmart right now, and they're actually four squaring their exact Walmart location, you know, then uh-huh. people in that in the proximity of it might. Right. Whatever. Like, well, we actually have. Like, I'm like a big worry wart, like professionally. <laughs> you, you know, you have to, you have to police yourself, and people have to police themselves. It's as simple as that. Right. We can't control right. what people say or do, um, and things, whether it's on Twitter, Facebook, or anywhere else. The same things that we're talking about right now are happening right now without our app being there. No, I understand. Um, Don't think so, I'm trying to be all uh, like all mad to you. Not at all. No, no, no. Any sort of thing that, like that increases connectivity is awesome. I'm just thinking about like, uh-huh. you know, just some some sort of like uh, safeguard in a sense of like a like okay when you when you toggle this this um, setting and your setting or your features thing, then this means no for real. Like, and then it's like at the very top or something, so if it's an emergency, mm-hmm. then they can, even if they don't finish every single setting, they'll, the recipients will know immediately, like, this is this is right. for real, for real. This is real, <laughs> right. And, and, yeah, and, and yeah. that we, we'd have to take that into consideration. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of pos- uh, privacy policies uh, wherever you go. We have one, yeah. ones as well. Uh, and ours are not any different than anybody else's. So, um, you know, we'll... Uh, well, we've had a few instances in the past where um, a person has mentioned something uh, to the effect of that they would uh, they wanted to commit suicide, um, and we were able to track it down uh, and uh, um, you know call the authorities, and, and they were able to take care of the situation, and uh, everything was fine. So you know you only react when uh, it needs to happen. Um, and uh, we, of course, had to make sure that this was, you know, the person was being forthright and real and, and saying what they were saying. Uh, right. And uh, so it, 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 it's difficult sometimes, but we can't police everything. No, not not any social network can police everything, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, I wish that it was that easy. <clears throat> well, uh, see, um, see, I'm like, I'm kind of weird in that sense because uh, some sort of uh, – Public posting or tweet like that, I would never take seriously. Which is, see, that's that would be my 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 personal de facto um, 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 decision making process. I guess would be like I wouldn't even believe it to begin with. Um, if it's written publicly, I would instantly think it was a gag. I don't know. Does well, I mean? think with which audio, is, it's a little different. <laughs> I mean. You have inflections within the voice, and you sometimes you can tell whether a person is say lying to you or not lying to you um based on right. their the way 
if they face certain so things, about, uh, they can be great actors. acting or not acting? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, I mean, it, it, like I said, um, it's a matter of, uh, like, the people that I follow on Twitter or the people that follow me on Twitter, um, or for that matter, uh, Facebook as well. You know, I know a lot of these people. I reach out to them on a daily basis, and if somebody was being serious about it, I would know. At least I would think I would know. Um, well, I I personally would just hope they would actually call you. <laughs> like, you you would you would think. I mean, it, it's difficult. Some of the people that that um, I mean, I've met a number of people through our apps from around the world, and it's kind of uh, and even though. I may have a lot of that contact information. And if something was to uh, happen, I probably would try to contact them on a personal level and say, hey, listen, what's going on? Let me know if I can help. Um, That's a different situation altogether. Um, But, you know, like I said, you take each situation as it comes and uh, you deal with it that way. But when you have a million, two million, ten million people on your network, it gets to be a little difficult to do that (laughs) on a personal level. Um, I can imagine. So. Well, okay. Well, tell me then, aside from the you know the potential inherent risks and in all the technology, tell me like the coolest, like most awesome, successful thing that's or some of them that have happened um, with people that have used um, Justan um, or any associated products that you have. Um, like for example, you mentioned Taylor Taylor Swift, like. Any sort of like well, uh, immediate boost in sales. Oh, okay. Well, right. somebody well, like or anybody who like you know they have used your service and like they suddenly had an increase in like their music sales, their book sales, their right. like whatever, their show, concert. A couple movie, things happen. A couple things happen with our apps. One, the relationships that um, are coming off of our apps are a lot stronger, say than. Uh, from Twitter or, say, even Facebook for that matter. Uh, our apps allow people to meet people from all over the world rather than with Facebook it's, you know, family and friends and that's it. It's Like I said, it's a closed system. Twitter is a little bit more open. We're, we're also open as well. Uh, different being is that because you're using audio, it's a little bit more intimate. It's a little bit more um, you hear the person's voice, uh, whether they're mad, they're sad, they're happy, they're glad. I feel like I'm doing a PBS uh, show right now. But um, <laughs> remember the, those uh, kid shows? Yeah. Uh, well, the, uh, the, the electric company, they had reading, all the, anyway. Reading Rainbow? Uh, cool House Rock, reading that was Rainbow. it. Cool House Rock. I think I'm reading Rainbow, uh, I don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I digress. So, yeah. so yeah. Um, using our apps have created these relationships that even till now, even though our app hasn't been uh, um, as strong as it used to be, um, these relationships, in fact, I've been receiving messages from people that were using, we had a a number of uh, uh, audio uh, messaging uh, um, apps out there, CloudTalk being one, just saying is another. A number of people from CloudTalk, because we shut CloudTalk down, we're actually going to bring that back, um, as well as a new version of just saying, but uh, with Cloud Talk, a number Wait. of people have been asking me, are you going to bring it back? Uh, How big is your be... team? What do you mean, as far as the development team? Yeah, I was like, yeah. Yeah, because when you say well, we, we brought, like, is, is it a big old, like, I don't know. Um, we have, it, 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 it's been fluctuating. <laughs> we started out with about maybe 20 people, went down to 14, and it's going back and forth. And right now, within 
our team, we have approximately about five people that are core. Okay. Then we okay. have then we have a development team that we've been working with off and on from anywhere, and that fluctuates anywhere from you know five people to ten people. Okay. So it just depends. It just depends yeah. on the person's uh, ability to to help us and develop with us. Um, yeah. Well, you have the basic like. Um, what would you call it? You have the plan, you have the outline in place, you have all the structure and fleshing out, so you're good to go. Right. Then, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, like I said, one is the relationships that people have been um, creating, and, and uh, the relationships are a lot stronger within our apps compared to, say, uh, other uh, forms of social communications. Because we're actually, I mean, it's real social communication. People actually talk to each other, and uh, they've continued that relationship into their private life as well. We've had a number of people that have have had, um, uh, you know, marriage proposals and they've gotten married, they've had kids on our apps. They've, we've heard the oh. first cry from a oh. baby, you know. So there's oh a lot God. of uh, exciting things that <laughs> do happen. And it's, like I said, it's a little bit more intimate. Uh, and wow. uh, the, the second thing is for those, say, musicians, I've seen their Twitter following increase, you know, not exponentially because, like I said, we've only been around for so long and, and our apps haven't been uh, as, especially the current one. The current one, that's why we had to make the change. We had to uh, had to go back and look through it and and see what we need to do differently and, and completely revamp it, completely change it. So um, the new version will allow musicians and actors and comedians and uh, anybody in the entertainment industry to all of a sudden, I would say, increase their Twitter following um, by a minimum of you know 5 to 10% once they start using it. Because once people start to hear people, they're like, yeah. oh, this is kind of cool. I can actually uh, listen to, I mean, um, it, how should I say this? Some of our regular uh, users I've seen them, you know, they only had like maybe three, four hundred. Now they have about seven, eight hundred yeah. people following them on Twitter. Because what you can yeah. do is, for instance, if I wanted to send you an audio message, I'll just do at Sandra London, I am Sandra London mm-hmm. in Twitter uh, within our app and put a little title as far as what I wanted to talk about and record an audio message, and that would go, go right to you. And this way you can listen to it if you want to. And we're like I said, we're working with Twitter right now. We're trying to put the audio embedded into Twitter. So you, instead of going to I, our website I was to listen to it, thinking about that just now, you know, that would be cute. Like with with it being directly embedded, that like yeah. you know, people can just have their basic greeting of you know, once once they start following the person or whatever, then they can always there's a little thing they just click and they hear, "Hi, I'm Sandra London." Mm, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> It's probably a bit cuter than that. Exactly. Whenever I've <laughs> had followers, I usually send them a <laughs> There you go. <laughs> that, that, yeah. I think that probably works a lot better than, thanks for following me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like it. I like it because to me, it, like, it sounds like it, it – okay, this is going to not sound – Make any sense at first, but whatever. But that it rubs the lotion in its skin, <laughs> it folds itself into itself. Of like, like it personalizes. Like okay, just the other day I was 
playing with like a little detachable USB microphone thing for my computer. And uh-huh. I bought it like separately, and it has like I also within the the Mac that I have has like the little computerized voices. It's like, hi, I'm Samantha, and I am the read you know text of whatever text to voice reader. La la la. And it's like this very staid like you know robotic. I mean, there's some that sound kind of human but a lot sound very weird and robotic to where it's like a human being who truly meaningfully wants to talk to another individual or group of individuals, and it's them saying it and, you know, making themselves available in a, cert- in a certain sense, um, albeit commodified, it's still, like, it's personalized more than a robot. Right. So I, I like it a lot for that very reason, the whole concept, I guess. <laughs> well, I mean, so. let me let me ask you this question. If I said, I mean, who's your favorite uh, uh, entertainer? Entertainer, whether it's movie star or anybody else, for that matter. Oh, that's tough. Wait, okay, what kind of entertainment? Like music? Um, Say music. Who's your favorite musician? Oh, <laughs> I uh, okay. I think of one of them. One of many. Um, Outcast. Okay, so now one of the band members uh, decides to use our app and starts to tweet out, and he has audio, or even for that matter, within the app. Um, wouldn't you be? Wouldn't you love to listen to what he has to say? Or he'll come up and say, "Hey, listen to this little um, tidbit of the next song," and he'll play maybe a few strings of the next song uh, and get people's yeah. um, you know, ideas of whether they like it or not. Especially if, like, Andre 3000 said my name. Totally. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I see what you're saying. I I see what you're saying. Yeah, I would. We had, uh, uh, (laughs) because we have, you know, people from Guns N' Roses who who use our app as well, off and on. Uh, And one of the guys came up and he actually used our app and did an app and the person's name on Twitter, and send her an audio message. Normally, most of the entertainers that we have will come on and and say something, but they usually, you know, kind of hold back on replying back to people. Um, yeah. It's just the same thing. On sometimes they will, sometimes they won't. But like you said, when you when say an entertainer comes on and actually reaches out to somebody on Twitter, it's like, oh yeah, I. I they retweeted me or they replied back to me. That's just great. But when they actually say something to you, right? When they actually yeah, use their the voice, engagement to say and your name, kind of dialogue, right? Exactly. Yes, yes. I think sudden, that is cool. I, uh, I guess I, would, yes, all of that is freaking fantastic. For me, I would say I would love it to death. Like totally awesome. Um, but more especially so. If it truly was like it's not just a oh yeah la 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 personal message personal message and then they just saw the name and then somebody tried to plug it in to make it you know sound like okay say there's um, Sarah Jesse and Raphael and they're like yes thanks for checking out my music Raphael thanks for checking out my music Sarah thanks for you know like where it's truly like they really want you personally to have that message using your name is like freaking powerful and so like as long as it was more so like um 
meant to be and not just, I'm going to go through my whole list and just say, thank you, la, 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 thank you, la, 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 and then that kind of would kill it. So, yeah, either and, a cool generic message. Too. Yeah, but like a cool generic message to everyone because you're just happy that they want to follow you and all this. Sounds cool. Right. Or like a very specific one to a specific person or group of persons, then it makes it that much more awesome and meaningful um, because right. I would think it would start start to deaden the effect only if it was something that became like you know instance auto 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 the automated where just every new follower got the same standard thing with solely their name inserted then that would kill it that's all that's my only thinking <laughs> well the only the only thing is that it, it's up to each individual if uh, right. you know you right. have a number of people that have assistants that will just do that then that's all it's going to be um, but that's based on what they're doing um, each person is going to be different and how they use our, the tool if you look at it as a tool totally. if you look at totally. it as something that you can uh, push out to people and and uh, add to what you're already doing I mean you're already using text right you can use our app to use the text. Now, if you're adding picture, you can use our app to use the picture too. Uh, and whenever you use our app, uh, you know those those flows will actually show up on Twitter. Um, yeah. So now you can add audio. So now you can have um, a title of what you're going to be talking about, the audio yeah. of whether you're saying something or whether it's music or anything else that you're going to record, um, and then a photo. And now you've got a complete package to tell a story. There you no. are. So you took a photo, and you didn't have enough time to uh, say something about it. You can meet, you've got that photo. Now you can include it as part of your um, audio saying, hey, I just took this photo. This guy was trying to do this. Look what happened. It's just, I mean, you can almost see it in the, in the picture. What's happening in the picture is this. Um, so you can, uh, or I like that. Or you have photographers who will take a photo, and a lot of other photographers will say, well, how did you take it? Where were you, or um, you know, what f-stop did you use? What you know, what ISO did you use, etc. They can talk about all that as well. Um, yeah. Which is really kind of cool, and it's like Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook on steroids is what we are. <laughs> That's the way I like yeah. to look at it. I like um, it. I like it a lot. I think a lot of entertainers could definitely use it to their benefit, and and especially those and adult entertainment, if and when they want to. Just, I was just thinking um, when we first started talking about all the good aspects and stuff, I was like, yeah, because a lot of fans, every, you know, for a lot of their favorite, like, models or, you know, adult actresses, actors, all this type of stuff, they just hear, like, ah. <laughs> and that's, like, the majority of all they hear, like, moans that they don't, you know, get a chance for the everyday. I think- like, I'm a, I went to the store and bought some milk, yay, kind of thing, which is cute, <laughs> which people, like, sometimes want to just hear that, you know. But I can totally see that and how that could help, like, personalize people's, you know, experience with someone from afar, you know. I'm just like, oh, cool, that's cute. Like, well, instead of just Nikki, totally, like, ugh, ugh. Nikki, <laughs> Nikki Six and Tommy Lee came on our app initially, and um, it was great, you know, to hear the voices. But when they first initially said something on our app, it was awesome. It, we hit about... 60,000 hits on one tweet. So we, wow. I mean, that's that's awesome. amazing. So that's the yeah. kind of success that we're hoping that, you know, the new version will have. Um, 
and uh, you know, our my, my fingers are crossed, and and we're supposed to get our latest beta, hopefully tomorrow is what I'm hoping for, and so we can start banging on it, testing it out to make sure that it works out all right. At that point, I may hey, I uh, may contact you to do some testing for me. <laughs> Oh, I would love to. It'd be awesome. Okay. Yes, I will That'd practice my ABCs. <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, so what else is uh, new? Um. Oh, keep going. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I'm just, I'm just you know, there's a lot of uh, good things happening, and hopefully, in the next uh, two weeks, by the end of the month, we'll have something really fresh and exciting. Um, and uh, we'll see what uh, you know how how people will, um, you know. I'm hoping they'll look favorably upon it and, and actually use it and use it as a tool and use it on every day for that matter. It'll be in, in its own, I mean, plus having its own social network within itself um, yeah. and it's a communication device. I I literally... Do you allow... You know, when we were using, okay, I got a question. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> do you allow animals to have their own account? Because <laughs> <laughs> I could Anybody totally, who has like, a Twitter account... Anybody who has a Twitter account can have an account. Simple as that. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. I'm totally hooking up my puppy, Theo Kafka. He is going to have his own Just Fan thing because he says some stuff sometimes. It's a trip. It's, like, wild. I think people need to know about this. <laughs> well, <laughs> actually, you know, Ricky Gervais, Ricky Gervais <laughs> um, is our creative director, and uh, he, um, oh, he's awesome. he 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 brings Ollie on every once in a while, mm. and Ollie will say something. Ollie is not not his dog; it's his cat. <laughs> so he'll have, mm. he'll have conversations with Ollie on his oh account. Oh my goodness, that is adorable. Is oh, oh. <laughs> I liked him since that movie uh, that he was in, uh, The Invention of Lying. I thought that was really like. Well-made movie, so mm-hmm. he's he's, yeah, he's, a, he's an excellent actor <laughs> and a great comedian. He's funny. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, oh. Well, uh, I'm looking forward uh, for you to using uh, just saying once it comes out, and uh, I will definitely mm-hmm. let you know as soon as it does. Yes. But I appreciate um, you. you uh, yes. Do you? <laughs> no. Do you, do you care to share some of your uh uh-uh, uh Kafka down some of your most recent um like yeah he's going nuts don't get all like conceited he's being weird um like um recent um travels or no you feel like having well, a share <laughs> sure um I was recently in New Mexico um I've never been to New Mexico. Mm-hmm. And I took the opportunity. I was uh, I went out there to photograph a wedding, um, a very really wonderful and intimate wedding. Uh, I was out, outdoors, and I'm thinking, okay, New Mexico, it's going to be okay. hot. But I was Taos? pleasantly surprised. Hmm? Was it in Taos or? No, no? it was in oh. Corrales. So halfway between Santa Fe and, <laughs> and uh, Albuquerque. Uh, Corrales is a small town, but it's halfway between. Uh, Albuquerque and Santa Fe. And what was really interesting, I mean, you have desert, 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 and all of a sudden you get to Corrales, and it's it's not lush by any means, but you're starting to realize, like, wait a minute, there's water here. 
Venice once a long time ago. 
Um, okay, you need to I go next time it. you're in L.A. <laughs> yeah, because there's, there's tons of cool art galleries um, with some really cool, very, like, experimental type art and just some just plain mm-hmm. awesome art that's pretty neat. I don't know. But, yeah, that sounds – I'll have to make it out there one day and see. Like, when I was very young, I was in <sighs> Kafka. Jeez. I was in uh, – um, what was it? Taos and Albuquerque uh-huh. and all that and I, I kinda remember it but I was too young to really have like a strong like, you know, lasting remnant of anything specific, but I know I did like it, but I don't think I've been to New Mexico ever since. So it's probably like seven. Something like that. Yeah. But it's definitely a beautiful area. Definitely I would go back again. And I had the opportunity of uh of going through some of the wonderful scenery within New Mexico. I took a uh, a day or two and just hiked through. Um, uh, I'm just trying to remember the uh, the name of the valley or the. Uh, uh, I can tell you right now the Kashkatui. Uh, I believe that's how it's pronounced. Kashkatui, Tet Rock. Huh. Um, uh, Did you say Tet Rock? It's a national. No, not Pet Rock. <laughs> Pet Rock. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> no. It's, it's a Pet Rock monument. <laughs> there's a, there's a yeah. huge rock in, in, in New Mexico. Everybody goes and pets it and walks away, you know? <laughs> totally. Oh, my goodness. Um, but, uh, yeah, Tent Rock is a, is a just amazing um, uh you know, if anybody has the opportunity to go hiking there, definitely do it. Uh, I'd do it again. Huh. I, I've got some amazing shots Sedona? that I took. Have you been to Sedona, Arizona before? I I was there for, how long was I there? For four or five days, I think. So not enough time to um, to really take it all in. Um, and the interesting part was, was uh, a lot of the areas, some of the areas were, were closed off uh, because of fires. That were happening within the areas. So, yeah. Yeah, you know, it was unfortunate, but uh, yeah, just didn't have not have enough time. I mean, I would love, love, love to go to Taos. There's also white sands that I've heard about. Um, I would, huh. you know, I wanted to go out there and, and do uh, a photo shoot, uh, say either uh, at sunset or sunrise. Preferably sunrise because it probably would take too long. I think it was like a two or three hour drive from where I was. But definitely another trip. Definitely another trip. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. So that, that's that been my, my recent adventure. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, last thing. How about thing. you? What about your adventures? What? what? <laughs> Don't you have any adventures? <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, wow. Um, uh, 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 oh, okay, well... Let's see. I did. I did see. Um. Uh, um. What is it called? Like, I don't know. I explored. Wait, when? I had to think. Hold on. Let me. La 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 la. What's the What's the coolest? Uh, it's hard. Um. Jeez. Oh, we'll think about it. Tell me later about that. Officially, officially, I'm trying to 
something's going to come to my mind one of these days. Um, okay, well, okay, randomly, I guess I really enjoyed um, uh, Savannah, which I visited almost two years ago now, uh, Georgia. That was kind of a really cool, different sort of environment and place to be than I've ever been before. And one place that I only got to see for like a few hours that I really want to go back to see more of is uh, Charleston, Charleston, uh, South Carolina. It seemed amazing, yeah. but I was only there for like a short while, um, just a couple of hours in the afternoon. Um, but that was, it looked fun. Um, they have like a French Quarter type area, um, like a bunch of Navy um, like, I don't know, restaurants and bars and stuff and, like, I don't know, just a lot of history, bridges, um, uh, museums. Like, I, I would like to spend a good three or four days there at some point in the future and see more of it for sure. That's Definitely. I think Savannah, I've only, like only spent about a, I only spent a day in Savannah, and that was not enough, definitely not enough. Um, and I would love to go back there again. And then Charleston as well is just an amazing city. I actually did a uh, ghost tour walk uh, through that this, through that city. Oh, and that for was Savannah? Kind of fun. Savannah? No, no, yeah. No, 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 for, no not, not, not Savannah, for Charleston. Oh, how funny. No way. They have them in, uh, in Savannah was, as well, the little uh, ghost tour. Yeah, no, I, I, I wanted to do it in Savannah, but like I said, I just did not have enough time um, yeah. in Savannah. So, uh, and it was at the same time that the book came out. Um, oh, what was the book uh, about the what? Uh, Lovely Bones? Midnight. No, no, Midnight, no, no. The Garden Midnight. of Good and Evil. Yes, yes. It was the same yes. time that that book came out. I... So all, everything was a buzz, and they had actually just recently when we got there, and it was one of the things I, I saw the book, I picked it up, and I started reading it, and this is really cool. So I started asking around about where I. I can uh and evidently everybody else wanted to go see where the cemetery was and where this statue was of uh uh of the the girl on the book and evidently there's been a lot of people looking for the same thing and and there's been some vandalism as well so they had Aww. kind of uh closed off the entire cemetery because of that um, I know. and I being a photographer I love cemeteries just because of especially old cemeteries um, yeah. Because of the way they lend themselves to just uh, um, some awesome they're imaging. They're charmed. And in fact, I, they're very charmed, yeah, I, I think. Very true. Very true. Yeah. And in fact, I had taken a number of uh, – um, one of the things that uh, inspired me to do this one particular uh, set of uh, photographs was uh, my dad is a gardener. He's got a green thumb like no one else. And – I went out there at midnight and started taking photographs of a number of some of the uh, uh, plants that he has. And there's a, a plant called the trumpet angel. And the trumpet angel, as beautiful as it is, it's also deadly. Uh, ah. Very hallucinogenic. Um, you know, it, it's, it, you know, people have, have done some weird stuff using it. But uh, and most people don't know about it. <laughs> but it, but you know if you if you don't do it right, you basically kill yourself. You know? um, what? Yeah, and it's out there. People don't. It, it's out there, and nobody yeah. really knows about it. 
it, it, the trumpet angel is just a, an amazing flower. It has just a beautiful flower, but when it starts to die out, it creates these amazing images. Uh, in fact, I might just send you one of the photos that I had taken um, uh, because I just it was really really cool. It came out really nice. Um, mm. In any case, uh, and uh, that kind of reminded me of the cemetery within Savannah. Um, just because of the the beauty of it, but at the same time, uh, the decay that's around cemeteries and, and uh, yeah, there's a little eeriness and a little bit of everything, you know, from life yeah. to death, right? Uh, yeah. So just uh, some wonderful imagery. Mm. <laughs> that sounds cool. Well, but again, I want to thank you for uh, your your support. Um, for just saying, I, I appreciate always. that. Always, always, always. Yeah. Like are you I can't sleepy? Wait for you to be on it. Me? Are you are you sleepy? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were talking. No. <laughs> you? I'm talking to you. Me? Like, are you Me? sleepy? I don't sleep. I never sleep. Oh my gosh. I never sleep. <laughs> Yeah. Let's see. Yesterday, let's see. I didn't go to bed till three. <laughs> day before that was two. The day before yeah. that was three again. Yes. That's nothing. <laughs> it's just, you know, I, I will hit a wall at some point in time. I will hit a wall, and I'll probably sleep an entire weekend, not do a single damn thing. I. But that's you know that's the way it is. That's that's the life of an artist. Artista. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, that's when my visions come, I guess. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Like a lot. VMware, if somewhere. you go to any, uh, I would say 
banks or or large corporations or anybody that has uh, a system. Well, what it is, it's a virtual system. VMware creates. Uh, it's all VM is virtual machine. Um, yeah. It, it if you look at a, a desktop computer uh, or a desk on somebody's. Uh, uh, you know, they're, you're looking for their machine, and all they have mm-hmm. is almost like a little panel of plugs. Where you, you know you can just plug in um, your monitor, you can plug in your Ethernet, you can plug in different things. Well, and that's connected to the the monitor, but you don't see a computer system. You just see the monitor, and you see this little patch panel. That's all it is. And what it what it is is that you're actually feeding off of a um, a server. That's within the company somewhere. They VMware kind of creates that atmosphere, so that the okay. virtual machine is actually on a server somewhere, and the server can contain, you know, 30 desktops, 100 desktops, 1,000 desktops. So the entire mm-hmm. company can be on one server. Nobody needs a machine on their desk. All they do is they go to their monitor, they log in, they have their own login. Once they log in, they are kind of going into their own machine or so to speak now here's the beauty of it also is that if the server goes down that machine is replicated or that server is replicated somewhere else it could be in china it could be in australia it could be in new york so and the person say there's a uh, the person is in new york yeah. and the company's in new york they have a, um, a vmware software running in the background well, and they have backup systems. Well, it could be in San Francisco. It could be uh, in um, Washington, D.C. It could be in Australia. And something so happens. It's always in, in, still recoverable from, like, the last point of right, right. time before well, see, the draft. Say so they they're, they're actually, uh, and you can log in pretty much everywhere as well. Say yeah. they're in New York. Something happens in New York that shuts down their, their system. But now they can go home, and they can still go. Uh, they're up and running. And when they go home, even though say they're uh, and, and does it have uh, a remote like a remote uh, virtual assistant yes, as login. well? If like they're gonna work, yeah, somebody's like, oh, something crashed in this system in this far-flung location, so we're gonna work on it and fix it, and it'll be all good as new soon. Where they'd see well, like, the point of. You're in your office, and um, and uh, you know there, there's a, the, the IT department is, say, is in another building, and something happened in that building, um, say the fire system, whatever. You know the the system went on, went off, and it kind of shut everything down in that department, right? So you're in uh-huh. your office, and it, you get shut down, uh, in a sense. If that was if that yeah. was the only server that had your system on there, you'd be shut down. However, right. because it's replicated somewhere else within the VMware uh, software, say it's in San Francisco as well, you've got a server in San Francisco, you would never know. Uh-huh. You would never know that something happened in the IT department that shut off their server because the server still the server in San Francisco is still still going, still working. Aye. So once they bring the the one in New York back up or the wherever your office is, bring they bring the bring that back up, um, it just re replicates and everything's fine again within say wherever you are. Always? Is it always you, fine when it re replicates? It's always It's always 100% on percent of the time. Perfect mm-hmm. data. I don't know if that exists. <sighs> it does exist, but it's like 
you have to replicate and replicate. I, you know, I lost 200 gigs of photographs one time, and that was just nasty. I didn't. Was, uh, yeah. Uh, the I will. Uh, this is one thing I will say. I, I, I used to use Western Digital uh, hard drives. I will never use Western Digital hard drives. I've never had any problems with Seagate at all, and I've been buying Seagate uh, since to this day. And this was like this happened about 10 years ago. Um, I was never able to recover any of the photographs that I had shot, but with Seagate, huh. I've never had any problems so far. Uh, in any case. I would, hey. you know, I, <laughs> yo, see, see how it is. Okay. <laughs> now that I, I I photograph something, I would, you know, duplicate it on DVDs. Have two backups of that. Then I also also back it up on on like two different hard drives. So no matter what, I've got at least four different, um, you know, dupes of the same thing. <gasps> hey. Gosh. Yeah. Uh. All right, he's discombobulating me. Uh, okay, yeah. Um, but, okay, we're going to have to have, like, another interview again because I have so many questions about stuff like that. Um, but, yes, sure. um, but from what you were first talking about when you're like, oh, like, you know, different um, events or occasions where your services are in need, I was just thinking I looked up earlier um on Xbiz to see if there's any cool, exciting news. And there's there's gonna be like a um a scores gentlemen's club opening in Atlantic City and the Trump Taj Mahal Casino. So it's gonna be the first um hotel casino in the US to have to house, have and to house it's uh an adult entertainment like wow. thing. Like within it. So I don't know. I'm just thinking if I were you I'd I'd see what the uh, so you can go photograph well, their opening. They're yeah, opening like next month, like in August. You should go sure do it. I want to see pictures. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure at this time they probably have their own photographers doing uh, a whole bunch of things for them. Um, normally, I mean, know. for me, the, well, you never know. But then the, the only, the, the, most of my clients are, it's, has been word of mouth. I, I usually don't advertise. So it's somebody telling somebody about me, and, and uh, you know they call me up and we talk about what they want, and um, uh, you know we go do it. And, and a lot of times, you know, for instance, for me to um, fly out there, it's a cost of flying, it's a cost of um, you know room and board. They, you know, granted it's a hotel, probably they would most likely just give me a, a hotel room, but at the same time, it, it's also my fee. Now, whether they get somebody locally it might be cheaper. It's just depending on what they want and if uh, um, the people that hire me, and that's what VMware, with VMware, you know, uh, the people knew my work, knew what I do, and I go above and beyond what I do. Uh, so that's why they kept hiring me and they kept flying me wherever they wanted me to be. Um, and that's the difference between, uh, you know, when a company knows who you are and knows what you can, who you're capable of and they're comfortable right. with what you do. Right. It doesn't really matter. The cost is not not the issue. Uh, the quality is the issue. Oh, um, says a man. Says a man uh, with a mystery sea. You're wild. You're just so wild. That's when. That's when hey. usually. That's when I usually know I whether I can or can't afford something is if I have to ask what the sea is. <laughs> like. Yeah. All right. Well, I see where you're playing, babe, in the major leagues. All right, then. Fine. 
<laughs> you know, it doesn't matter who it is, what it is. My, my fees are based on what the person can afford. It's as simple uh-huh. as simple as that. I've I've done a number of uh, you know it, like I said when um, <laughs> I found out that the the, the couple um, uh, in New Mexico couldn't afford that much I pretty much you know just waived the fee of of being there it's just a matter of you know paid for what I you know my my room that was at the end of that yeah. so uh, sometimes you have to uh, you know change things the way based on what what's going on? Yeah, the logistics. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So uh, you know, if if uh, uh, Trump towers or, or um, you know, if they want me to be out there, then if somebody hears this, well, hey, they can look at my well, website. Hey, I, I don't know. I'm com. just saying. I just saw. I just saw it's in there in the news, and I was like, hey, that sounds cool. You take pictures. <laughs> and they're about to open, so like, I don't. I just uh, just a thought, <laughs> but who knows? I don't know. Um, well, I think it'd be but no, fun but stuff too. like that. I just for my own personal whatever, I just always keep an eye and ear out for stuff like that, just because I remember. Well, thank you. Yeah, but yeah, like. Um, Wait, but that is kind of big. That's gonna be the first one. It's like the first one in in the U.S. to do that within a, a hotel casino. Because like I've I've heard about like clubs in Shush, Macau, um, who uh-huh. that are like that have clubs in their you know their hotel casinos, and that's been going on for like right. quite some time. So for the U.S. to do it and for it to be allowed is like kind of a big deal. I don't know. Okay. Well, what's interesting is that um, that you mentioned that is that I had been invited uh, another photographer. Um, I had gone out to do to just basically check out this golf tournament. It was a celebrity golf tournament locally here. Um, a number of stars were out there, and it was a lot of fun to watch. But um, it was kind of interesting because it just was not done right. Uh, unfortunately, a friend of mine who is an amazing uh, event coordinator, she was asked also to come out and check it out. So she called me up and she said, you know, you want to check this out with me? They need some help. I'm like, yeah, sure, why not? So I go out there and, um, I, you know, they already had a photographer and she was doing the whole thing. And compared to the equipment that I had, um, I just, you know, kind of was shaking my head to see how well she was able, going to be able to do this. And uh, towards the end, I mean, people were waiting for for their pictures. They were, you know, asking uh, about, you know, what am I going to get them? And she was using this archaic equipment. And I'm thinking, you know, you need to upgrade. <laughs> and I started having uh-huh. to train her and, and, and explain to her what she needs to use, what kind of equipment she needs to use. Um, and the more I did, finally she comes up to me. She's like, well, I'm doing this, this uh, uh Actually, this was later. Um, she calls me up and she asked whether uh, I would be able to come out to L.A. and to shoot, uh, well, not shoot, actually, to help her and bring my equipment down uh, yeah. to use at the Play- Playboy Mansion. Uh-huh. And I thought, sure. So I sent her an email saying I would love to do it. You know, it'd be great. It'd be a lot of fun. And uh, I can bring my you know, camera equipment and my printing equipment so we can get everybody photographs. I mean, I, I can print on-site within a matter of minutes um, for an event. And 
because the, the software, the printing technology I have, I mean, I, I spend a lot of money investing in all this stuff so I can do stuff like that uh, and learning it as well, doing all the training. And, and uh, so And I sent her an email saying, explaining to her, and I said, this is what my fee is. She sends me back an email. She's like, well, I can only afford $150. I'm thinking, oh. you know, it's going to cost me just that much to drive down there with my equipment, and that's all you're going to get. Like, no, I'm sorry. As much as it is, she's like, well, it's the Playboy Mansion. It's going to, you know, um, uh, uh, it's a privilege to, to do, the, do something there. I was like, you know, I understand that. That's great. Oh. But, no, I just can't do it. Not, right. not. Uh, I mean, it's like, you know, be reasonable at least. Uh, but that that just will not cut it. Not with me, at this point. And that, that it's just I, I was really um, unimpressed at the. It's like forget it. <laughs> but it was. Uh, uh, but you know the, the funny thing is the photograph that I had taken at that tournament that she was at, and she had her. She had like one other photographer with her. The photograph that I had taken, and I had called the um, um, the event. Uh, uh, who was a professional football player? He was the one that you know started this whole tournament thing. So uh, I called his office up and I said, you know, I had taken a lot of photographs from, and this was like the next day. I said I yeah. had taken a lot of photographs at the tournament. Uh, would you like to have cop- a copy of them? He's like, already? I said, well, I said, yeah. And she said, well, we have, we won't even get the the copies from our regular photographer for another week. I'm like, really? <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah. Um, that, that's what I said. I said, I'll, I'll come to down to your office it. and I'll show you what I've got. And as soon as I showed, showed it to them, they're like, these are great. So, um, I mean, there's a there's a number of stars that were there. Greg King was there. Lou Ferrigno was there. Um, so it was a lot of fun with a lot of these uh, people, musicians and and uh, and stars to uh, to hang out with and, and meet. You know, and they're really great people. Um, but uh, it was it was definitely a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Oh. So that's, that's my excitement. So cool. <laughs> well, there you are. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, um, I think we're almost at the two-hour point, so I'll go ahead and start ending the show. But thank you so much for calling in. And, well, yeah, feel free to, to call back again um, any time within the next few weeks. There definitely ought to be a part three um, to our Interview and so for anyone tuning in, the first part of our interview took place on my birthday this year, back on March 24th. For anyone that wants to catch up to speed with everything, all of our sayings and comings and goings and all, <laughs> but yes, feel free anytime to call in again because yeah, I, I'm gonna pick your brain some more, some more, some more. All right. But, well, Sandra, have yeah. a wonderful evening. You as well. Alrighty. All right, you take care. Oh, Bye-bye. Good night. And that was Sammy Yusuf of Just Saying, the Just Saying app and Cloud Talk. Um, so check him out. You can go to SkyNight, S-K-Y-N-I-T-E dot com. Once again, SkyNight, S-K-Y-N-I-T-E dot com. And you can also look him up on Twitter as SkyNight. Uh, and I will play... Huh. Let's see. I'll play a song, and if I have enough time, I'll do my um, erotic poem. Um, but otherwise, I will see you all next time. Um, and let me. Here you are. 
probably which one? Oh, I'll play Sleepyhead by Tash and Tip. Here you go. The lady in the window, yeah, she only wants for me. She bleeds like golden tokens from her standing stiff army. The lady in the window, as naked as can be, she's hiding in my box for the whole wide world to see. The lady in the window, she is my one and only fan. She sends me soiled sundry. I give her all I can. The lady in the window, she's my broadcast fantasy. And once she hits her goal, it will be them and her and me. Tonight, I'll have her. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? 
purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.